0: Hello and welcome to the DC United Kingdom podcast. I'm your host, James Graham. It's uh, season two in episode 15, and this is a bit of a new segment. So I've got Julian Gressel over that side to me. Almost got it okay. right first time. Not quite this week, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Julian, thank you for coming on to the show. How are you doing?
1: Good, good. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Uh,
0: how was training today? I'm guessing you were training.
1: Yeah, we trained. Uh, It was good. It was fun. Uh, You know, at the moment, we're we're playing a lot. We're competing, getting after it. So it's been a lot
0: of fun. Awesome. Um, Just quickly, if you are watching live, uh, hit some comments in the chat whilst we're doing this. You know, it's nice to see what you're thinking about. Um, Maybe you've got a question for Julian. I might ask it to him. You never know. Um, Today's show is all about getting to know DCU. Um, So whether that's questions for Julian or whether it's questions about the team, so we'll find out, hopefully, a few little nuggets of information. So I've got a list of questions for you, Julian. Are you ready to uh, hit them up?
1: Let's do it. Start it yeah.
0: up. So I don't really need to do the first question. The first question was name. We've already gone through that. Um, <laughs> s- when were you born, Julian?
1: I was born on December 16, 1993.
0: So that makes you 26, coming Six. up 27? yep that's right cool there you go quick maths um how long have you been a professional soccer player for
1: this is my fourth year so um i came i graduated college in december 2017 got drafted and then started no started january 2017 and now heading into my fourth season or is it am in the middle of my fourth season still feels like we haven't even started does it, doesn't it
0: <laughs> it's, it is it's been absolutely crazy so far i mean what you've as a club we've played five games now yeah five games yeah and it's we're in coming up to oh well we're in august and it feels yeah. like we should be at the end almost coming up to know, playoff right? time yeah it's crazy how has that how has that been for you guys then has that been a bit a bit of a strange thing i mean I, I mean that's pretty much a easy answer to be honest but what's it been like in the locker room for such a strange year
1: yeah it's definitely strange i mean it's, it's wild it's it's uh it's it's been so start stop so on and off so much uncertainty um so many just like new things that get thrown at us and then new questions that come up every day uh, i mean i'm currently sharing a locker room with only six other guys so we're all spread out throughout audi yeah. fields just to keep us distant from each other it's, it's it's incredible man it's, it's unbelievable and uh yeah like like i just said it feels like the beginning of the season still but it's it's august <laughs> and and that's just so weird um but you know we're, we're trying to get through it we're trying to stay positive uh, we're trying to work our way through things on the field and, and keep getting better and then hopefully get to play some more games soon and yeah, we'll kind of see where the season takes us i guess
0: exactly uh so the kind of uh next question which if you don't know this if you're listening and you don't know this answer get your hair checked a little bit because julian's new to us we should know where he came from who did you sign from julian
1: i came from atlanta united i got traded in january 2020.
0: Yep. so and that answers the next question which is how long you've been at dc united which is obviously since january 2020. so in your eight months so far at the club what has made dc united so special
1: um i think the culture the guys have in the locker room and 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 that includes the coaching staff includes the 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 trainers includes the the science guys the you know all the the equipment guys it includes all the guys that we see on a daily daily basis i think it's it's been been great and it's been been a lot of fun um to go to training and and to work with these guys and um, and get better on the field, and and get to know them um, off the field. Um, so that's really been been really really nice, um, and and that something that um, was great uh, for me, obviously, to come into a locker room like that. It, it's very easy to get accustomed to it, and and get to know guys, and and, and be open to to new relationships being built, and uh, yeah, just having having a good time with the guys, um, getting to know some new people.
0: Yeah, I suppose you've only had. Two opportunities so far to play in front of the fans, but what's that been like?
1: Yeah, it was good. It was fun. It was cold, so I was <laughs> um, all the guys that were there were really, really brave. I thought yeah. um, that was that was pretty awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's I mean, I've obviously played it out a field before. I've gotten to know the fans a little bit as an away, um, yeah. as an away team player. Um, I didn't come from a different league, so um, I knew what I was getting myself into there. And, and yeah, it's great. I mean, the fans are awesome. Um, I'm sure if there were any fans allowed at the moment, there would still be people showing up. Um, yeah. But obviously, um, that's a big question mark still. And then I hope that um, yeah, we get to have them back very soon. I get to have a full stadium against them too.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very, very strange at the moment. Have you caught up with any of the APL action or the Bundesliga without the fans and seen what it's like so far?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I've I watch the Bundesliga a lot, and obviously, P.L. if that's on TV, I just throw it on TV. Uh, rarely, I I can sit down and really, really watch it, um, just because I have usually some other stuff going on. But um, it's on TV usually most of the most of the weekends. Um, yeah, I mean, playing without the fans, even for us in Orlando, it was it was strange to be honest in the beginning. Yeah. Um, you can hear every word. You can uh, you hear the coach, which sometimes doesn't happen in, in games right when the fans scream which is a is a change uh, you can't say i didn't hear you anymore kind of a thing <laughs> but uh no it's it's been it's been okay i mean the, it obviously takes you a little bit to get used to um yeah. but it's just a change you know that we had to deal with and and um yeah i'm sure that's that wasn't the last one that we'll, we'll have to deal with either
0: yeah um first comments. uh hello to andy mcbride um he's a good mate. he's a mate of mine so hey andy how are you doing um your squad number. Did you choose it? And if so, why that number?
1: Yeah, I, I obviously had I had twenty four in Atlanta and I kinda of wanted to stick with it, but I think if you're a DC United fan, you know who has twenty four and I don't think he was gonna give it up. Uh, so um I didn't even really ask him uh, or I had to probably pay him some, some big money to be honest with you. Um but um no, so I, I chose thirty one because it's a number that I had back in Germany um, before I came over to college. And it's a number that uh, my favorite player ever, my idol, Bastian Schweinsteiger, had for a really long time. So um, it was just nice to, to kind of get back to that number um, and have a little bit of a relationship with it. I think that's, that's kind of cool to have, that
0: you have a little bit of meaning behind it. Yeah. That, that does sound quite cool. Especially the Bastian Schweinsteiger. Epic, epic yeah. bit. He's a brilliant... I'd imagine he could still do a thing or two right now at his age, and he's just phenomenal.
1: Probably, yeah. He, he, he was probably just hurting a lot in a lot of different spots <laughs> after games. That's what he told me after the games we played against him. So I know yeah. he's a great guy, great, great person, great player, and very fortunate that I got to play against him and got to meet him actually in person as
0: well. So, what was that like actually playing against uh, Schweinsteiger? Were you a little bit starstruck or focused on the job?
1: at first yeah definitely starstruck i mean when you stand next in the, in the tunnel next to him um, and he just walks up and you know he, he didn't i don't think he even knew that i was german in the first time we played against them so all of a sudden i spoke german to him and he like kind of looked at me a bit <laughs> weird but um, after that we chatted a bit after the game and um and then the next few meetings and stuff we we were joking around quite a bit he was he was a funny guy um and yeah it was surreal it was awesome i mean i have his jersey here now and just to have that connection. And, and if I were to, were to walk down the street and see him, he would recognize me. That's just a cool, cool little bit of feeling
0: there. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. So next question, apart from Basti Schweinzeiger, if you could play alongside anyone from the past or the present, who would it be and why? Oh,
1: who? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, Well, I guess I got to take all my DC United teammates, right? I mean that, uh, Kind of be oh. throwing them under the bus right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I mean, growing up, I think you you obviously watch. I watched so much soccer, so mm. many players. A guy that I never got to got to watch, but I've watched so many so many clips and highlights of, and then all the stories my grandpa had told me about was Gert Muller. Yes. Um yeah. So an old school forward. I think his finishing was just unbelievable. And then to have a guy like that on your team, I think that can score a goal. And whenever you give him the ball, it would just be be a game changer for all of us, I think. And then for me, obviously on that team as well. So maybe that's <laughs> a guy uh, that I choose right there.
0: Well, you you are a bit of an assist king. I know there was a, um, a little stats at the start of the year. Since you started playing in MLS, there was no one else who'd made more assists than yourself. That's incredible. Wow. So when we signed you, there was a lot of cheering going on. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know that, that stat, huh? to be honest with you. No, I didn't. Uh, that's pretty cool, though. Well, I got to gotta keep it going. I had that one with Russ, but I uh, got to obviously get back to it and uh, yeah. and then create some more goals. I think we got to score more goals as a team anyway. So um, that obviously falls partly on my shoulders, too. And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that once we get playing, obviously.
0: Yeah. That's that's going to be awesome when we can actually see you guys back on the pitch again. Um, what has been sort of um in terms of games wise, anyway? What's been the greatest game that you've actually been a part of? You know, whether it's down to the atmosphere, the scoreline, whether it's comeback, what game sticks in your head?
1: Um, I mean, it has to be MLS Cup, I think, for me, where we played in Atlanta against Portland at home in front of our fans. It was unbelievable, and and to win it 2-0 um was yeah it was just a special game um but i think a game that actually also stands out which comes pretty close is uh last year's campeones cup i don't know if you yeah. i don't know if you watched that that was against club america in atlanta yep. as well where for the first time there were more club america fans in the stands than atlanta fans it was more yellow than wow. than red or black yeah it was it was crazy to see and then to walk into that to be honest as the home team um, but that was an awesome game too. It was back and forth. It was, it was fast. It was high quality, and, and obviously we came out winning it, which was which was really sweet um, for the first time as an MLS team. But that game was that game was really cool to be a part of.
0: Yeah. Great, great for the league to have an MLS. I mean, granted, not DC United, but yeah, great for the league to actually see silverware coming back to the country.
1: Yeah, I think it was It was just, sorry, it was just, I think it was, it's good to kind of have that competitiveness, right? Where, yeah, it's a game that got created by MLS and Liga MX and nobody was really on board with it at first from the player side of it. But I think there's still some pride in it. And, and I think that's the only way we gain respect for the South is, is by by actually beating those teams and, and showing them that we can play as well. And, and that was a first little start, I think, to that
0: and at the end it's silverware and who doesn't want something in that's the right. trophy cabinet
1: that's right it's
0: actually a bummer that we
1: didn't get to play or we don't get to play the leagues cup this year i think we would have been in it right yeah. with dc played yeah. against a couple of mexican teams hopefully advanced through it That would have been that would have been a lot of fun
0: yeah i I'm, exactly so i'm very disappointed that we've not seen it but can you imagine the scheduling if it yeah. still went ahead
1: Hey, but it's still better than what it is now right now we have no idea when we're playing so, yeah, so I'd rather true have not. more games than than, than less <laughs> no it would have been it would have been fun it would have given obviously a lot of guys a good opportunity to show themselves but yeah. um yeah it would have certainly um tested out depth and and tested some young guys but like I said I think it would have been a lot of fun to, to play against those type of teams and um, teams that you don't see usually you know and be part of a, a new new tournament like that, I think is also exciting and, and unfortunately it doesn't happen. And we'll see kind of how it continues, but um, hopefully we get a chance soon again.
0: No, absolutely. Um, just a quick question from uh, one of the viewers, Andy, he's just asked, do you think the gap between Liga MX and MLS is closer now than say around five to 10 years ago?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I have to imagine because the, the level of MLS has only gone up. I think I, I, don't follow League MX too closely, to be honest with you. I don't really know where it was five to ten years ago or if it's <laughs> kind of stagnant or if it's also gone up. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, you can see that, you know, the best best players from from their best teams had come to MLS, you know, in the past few years. I think yeah. Pizarro is a big guy from Miami, right, who was arguably the best player from Monterey. And and now he's, he's obviously in Miami and, and chooses – to do to make that step which which i think is a sign um or even even for chicharito to to come here instead of instead yeah. of going back to to mexico um you know that's another that's another thing where all right well maybe maybe mls is, is kind of on the up and up in that sense and um, it would have been interesting to obviously see the all-star game yes. and um you know against the league mx all-stars and, and all that type of stuff it would have been cool and and I think the MLS in general will continue that trend, right? To, to have more competition between uh, Mexico and, the, and, and MLS. And yeah, well, like I said, we'll see how it continues, but definitely good to to beat those teams every once in a while
0: too. Definitely. Um, in terms of personal accomplishments, what's the best goal you've been a part of?
1: You mean that I assisted or scored?
0: either it, it could um, be from one of your wonderful or, crosses or what a nice nice finish you've done because you've got a few goals
1: yeah i've scored a few i like the who was it against i don't even remember um <laughs> i like that i think it was like a half volley off a corner like that it just came off my foot so clean i think might have been salt lake city last year or two years ago yeah um that was just yeah it was a sweet goal um you remember a few i remember a few assists that were like man those were cool last year's assist in portland to joseph martinez um we kind of threatened just running up the field and just playing in and um yeah a couple other ones stick out but uh certainly have
0: some ways to go still you've got plenty of years ahead of you haven't you yeah that's right (laughs) um so what what made you decide to be a pro soccer player
1: um whew, that's a good question I mean I it was just kind of instilled in me growing up you know I, I think that's uh, in Germany you have a lot of a lot of young kids they say that you know when they grow up they want to be pro soccer players I mean I was fortunate enough that I was playing in a, in a good academy um, but then yeah I kind of got kicked out didn't they didn't really want me I wasn't developing fast enough um, for kind of their next ages age levels and I kind of went a different route with just you know getting culturally educated and, and getting my school work done and um, all that stuff and that's ultimately why I came over to the U.S. and yeah I mean it, it kind of like I said it was always a dream of mine ever since I can walk I always tell to say this ever since I could walk I, uh, I had a soccer ball with me um, my, one of my first words was was bye which meant ball in uh, those days so um, yeah I guess you can you can say it was meant to be in that sense but no, it's a lot of hard work and a lot of uh, good amount of luck obviously involved as well. But um yeah. yeah from from the young age as well. Oh nice.
0: So a little bit outside of um uh, soccer. What do you do? Uh what hobbies do you have? <laughs> um uh I've had golf
1: running all day. I'm a big golfer. Yeah. Um yeah, I like to play golf. Um
0: what handicap do my... play off? <sighs>
1: i'm like a, a plus one i don't want to brag but a plus one a plus Shut two yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good yeah <laughs> oh we'd have to have a game
0: we'd have to... <laughs> i mean granted because of my height i i've got dodgy knees i'm six foot ten okay. um but i used to play off four all right yeah so, i think we'd have a really good game then we yeah. would have a good game yeah that'd be fun I haven't played
1: over in, over in the UK. So I'm not here. That's one of the best golf you'll get. So I got to come,
0: come to a trip.
1: Yeah, for sure. But like I said, I have I'm still young. So I have my, my best (laughs) golf years, I'm sure still ahead of me, (laughs) but yeah, I like to do that. We, me and my wife, we're expecting a baby now. Um, So I'll be a full-time dad coming in October, which, which is definitely going to be one of my hobbies. Um, I take care of my dog. Um, We take him on walks. You know, we, um, we go hiking a little bit here and there and yeah, just hanging out with my wife, you know, or yeah. uh, kind of whatever she likes to do. If, if that's just hanging by the pool or uh or or yeah, doing different stuff, maybe playing some tennis here and there with her. Um, just a little bit. But uh
0: yeah, yeah
1: just similar small th- things like that.
0: Nice. Now on to a little bit of cooking. If you cook. I don't know whether you cook yet. Usually. What's your go to meal to cook?
1: Who? Um that's a good question. We make uh I just like I said, we do ju- we have like a massive, massive step in our lives at the moment. So we just got a house, mm. expecting a baby. So I just got like one of those Weber grills. Um okay. so I'm like starting to grill a bit more and starting nice. to get into that. Um yeah, but yeah, like, we make
0: a dad lifestyle going on there. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> now we uh, we make some good tacos on on tuesdays you know taco tuesdays yeah um and uh what else i make a pretty good salmon i want to say at oh. least my wife tells me i do so piece of salmon yeah not bad nice
0: yeah. do you do you go for smoked salmon or um salmon fillet just the normal side
1: just the normal side uh fillet yeah it'll be a little bit uh seared in the pan and then in the oven and um yeah, it'll be nice and nice and juicy and, and good.
0: Nice. All right. Next question. If you were stranded on a desert island and you could only have one music album to listen to, what would that be? Oh man. It's always a good question, this one.
1: I hate questions like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a that's a good question.
1: Man. I'm not like the biggest music guy, I have to admit, out there. Um, yep. you know that so uh, I just usually throw on Spotify, kind of just good music, or like maybe Post Malone radio, or like something like that. Uh, but I, yeah, I probably have to go with with some of some of his albums. Post Malone, I think, is awesome. I think you can zone out to it, you can get motivated to them, and and you can kind of have all array of emotions in that, which is which is I think kind of cool. In whatever state your mind is in. Yeah. Um, so I'd have to go with one of one of his albums I don't know them on top of my head though <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: fair, I mean to be fair I've never listened to Post Malone so there you go. I'm not good on that one either yeah um, and then similar sort of thing, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would that be? yeah
1: <sighs> You probably get tired of everything, right? No matter how much I like it right now, you get tired <laughs> of it after, after some time. So, um, like, is it one specific type or a group of fruit or a group of uh, group Ooh,
0: of food? Foodie. I might be kind of sake group.
1: Group. So, okay. Well, um, well, well easier for you? To be honest. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I probably I want to say fruit. Yeah, i'm a big fruit guy i think it's 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 obviously healthy and then still tastes good if you get the right if you get the right yeah ripeness and stuff um yeah. and the right fruit but uh yeah something like that maybe if, in terms of a cheap meal i like pulled pork i love pulled oh, pork yeah oh, great uh, barbecue a, pulled pork so um that's like my post-game meal it's like the yeah, after games, usually, when you get to eat a little bit more and a little bit more unhealthy, that's
0: that's my go-to, usually. Yeah, Nice. Can't argue with a bit of pulled pork. Um, and what is one thing fans don't know about you? I know we've I was, covered quite a lot so far, but I know I, there's one I, little usually I should get... Usually, I say the golf.
1: <laughs> yeah. That I'm a pretty good golfer, but... Um, uh good question man i i absolutely hate peanut butter i know that's for Americans. that's kind of like a, a massive deal I don't,
0: yeah
1: as but... europeans i don't really maybe not uh, i don't
0: know I'm, I'm not again i'm not a big peanut butter fan my, my wife is she likes it okay but i think over here it's not quite as i don't want to say it's big because you see it quite often but yeah maybe it's... it's big
1: well it's big in the us
0: yeah yeah oh absolutely yeah. you see it so. everywhere i've I've only been a couple of times but the both times i've been you can't get away from it usually yeah right i'm gonna move on to some what I, i've called quick fire questions okay so you've got this or that and i want you to choose fairly quickly okay so first one ronaldo or messi messi nice nice Beating the Red Bulls or win an MLS Cup?
1: MLS Cup. Against the Red Ooh. Bulls?
0: Ooh. Oh. Okay. Well, In the Eastern that.
1: Conference final, and then.
0: Yeah. I'll allow it. Soccer or football? Soccer.
1: Ooh. I'm American. Yeah. That yeah. way, I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Shut out or clean sheet? Shut up. Again? That's. Kind of an American term really. Yeah, yeah. Uh Dave Johnson or Devin McTavish? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave Johnson, I guess. I yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Right. That that's it for the quick fire stuff. You okay. haven't got any more on that side of things. So questions about the team. I wanna ask in the locker room, who has the worst taste in music?
1: Um I mean we either listen to some Spanish music. Yeah. Usually, or okay. um or some like just regular, like you know, pretty modern type type stuff that's that's just in the charts at the moment. So I wanna say Chris Seitz or Russ (laughs) Knaus. I mean, they're they're sometimes on the sticks and I'm just like, eh, I don't
0: know. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I don't really know everybody's because not everybody gets to, you know, play their music.
0: I suppose you have not really had many games to have in the locker room to get used to everyone's music. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But whilst you're in that locker room, who was the biggest joker? So who plays the most pranks? Who's got the biggest laughs? Who is it? Uh, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now bear in mind, I had Kevin Kevin Paredes on that last week, and he uh, revealed a little bit.
1: He he said himself, no, he did, yeah, yeah, he
0: said himself. Okay, yeah,
1: that's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think we have we have a good group of guys that. Um, whenever you feel like you can joke around or you joke around with somebody, you can um, usually do that, and they always like everybody's kind of funny about it. I don't want to, I don't think there's like one big player that really sticks out, you know? I think we can always like, me and Fred and then Russ usually do something, like when we were in Orlando, I would like hide Russ's shoe or something, and he would like get all upset, and we'd just kind of laugh at him. Uh, It'd be be funny, but um yeah just something like that you know and just small stuff that i usually get get paid back yeah. eventually so Fair. you know it's it's all good
0: nice so who has the worst dress uh, dress sense um
1: it's also a good question i i mean obviously I like the European look, so I, I can't, you know, blame Fred for always wearing Tommy Hilfiger basically every day. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I don't really know. I mean, you know, some guys put some thought into it. Some guys don't. I, I want to say Eric Sorga. Some of the outfits he wore in, in Orlando, they were like, ooh, man. <laughs> uh, you know, he's, he's a good guy. He's he's, he's a nice guy. and um, But, you know. He hasn't been here too long yet, so um, yeah. maybe you got to give him a little, a little bit of a break there. Yeah. And he's young. Yeah, exactly. Well. So, In 10 years, crazy. he'll probably be like, man, what the hell am I that I used to wear? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely. I, have to, I I do the same. Next one is who has the worst dance move?
1: other than myself <laughs> other than yourself
0: i mean you're becoming uh, a dad so you're gonna get the dad dancers coming out soon yeah yeah and i know chris sites and steve bam bam are already there
1: yeah but i think i would i would probably name those yeah <laughs> um but uh i don't really know i haven't really gone dancing much with the guys so so i don't i don't i don't know how to answer that so maybe in a couple of years you can do. yeah a couple of years you can ask me that again and
0: um, who is the most serious in the locker room?
1: Probably Felipe. Actually, yeah.
0: he's quite a good guy. Yeah. I mean, he's,
1: he's serious when it comes to like you know doing things the right way and, and going out to play. Yeah. Um, but most serious, yeah. I mean, Felipe. you got Pipa Higuain, who's, who's pretty, you know, who's always doing exercises and always always working on his uh, on his smaller injuries and stuff and um but yeah nothing really like that really annoys me or
0: anything fair enough that's always a good thing um I know you've only been there eight months and you've only had five games but what's the most embarrassing thing to have happened in the locker room if anything
1: during that time during games yeah
0: yeah um
1: I don't know. I mean, at first, the first game, we like, we didn't have a clock in our locker room. So we didn't really know. Like I had to ask like the trainers, like five, 10, 10 times of when we're going out, what time it is and stuff. Um, Which then that we had one at halftime. (laughs) So uh, they kind of fixed that pretty quick. Um, Maybe something like, yeah, just nothing like crazy, crazy. Actually, this is actually a a really crazy story, but in, in preseason, we were down in Florida and we were training at like this public field and, you know, and just like a park um, Mm -hmm. next to a baseball stadium. And there was a weight room in there, which was, you know, pretty old. It was, uh, it was needed to be updated, let's say. And we had a, we had done a lift and we would do like uh, some like chest presses with like a band or something. And we all thought that the thing was like, drilled into the ground and stable and everything and me and steve we like we like push it and push it and the thing just starts tipping over it like almost almost hit both of us and the trainer (laughs) saw it and he like grabbed it from the back and pulled it back down yeah so that could have ended really bad uh, in that moment but uh, obviously none of us knew that that thing wasn't cemented or it was and me and steve are just you know some some big boys and, and we're able to to really pull that pull that machine down but yeah that could have been a could have ended pretty pretty bad and uh, probably yeah. probably a good story there
0: imagine trying to explain that one to uh physios and things <laughs> Getting yeah, to I buy that.
1: i know no it was it was us i mean we we just put the band there and then started doing it you know it was, nobody looked and it was nobody's fault like other than maybe ours but um <laughs> thankfully the trainer was actually there to watch us you know which was quite good that he grabbed it and
0: Oh absolutely, absolutely. Um that was the last question. Already? Yeah. Wow. How was that?
1: That was not easy, not hard. Like right <laughs> in the middle.
0: <laughs> no, I'll take that. I'll take that. I didn't want obviously I don't want to make it too easy on you. you know? Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, and as we spoke about uh, just before we uh went live, you do the the Gressel special which is a fantastic name considering obviously it rhymes with your name Thank you. Um, yeah. I know we've spoken about can we expect to see any more episodes
1: yeah we'll we'll get some more episodes going uh, hopefully soon we just kind of you know I've, I've been pretty busy with me coming back here to the house and getting things sorted out and and it's also quite hard to actually find guests And I'm sure as as you know as a podcaster yourself um, while you know other guys around the league, obviously still playing, and um, they have their different things going on, so we might actually do a, a golf episode soon uh, with a with a PGA Tour player, hopefully um, nice. that is in the works. And then once we get back playing, I think we'll 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 kind of get some more guys uh, more guys on. And then I definitely want to continue it um, for sure. I think it's been a lot of fun for me to do um, to actually be on the other side of these shows. Yeah. Um, and and um, yeah, I think it's also been a good way for me to kind of get to know the DC United fans, or, or them to get to know me and, and us as a team a bit more. And yeah, um, yeah, that's just something that I look forward to, to continuing for sure. And like I said, hopefully we have some more games to talk about and, and can go into more more live sports and, and you know other soccer around Europe and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah,
0: no, fingers crossed, and hopefully we'll get the season back soon because once this tournament is over, it's going to be odd again, having nothing. I know. I no <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: That. I mean, we've been training at the moment, you know, we're training at the moment without having a real date in mind again, which is tough mentally at times, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's all right. It's just the time we're living in. Um, just got to get through it and hopefully we'll get back to normal soon, but
0: no, um, absolutely. But be all right. Fingers crossed. So, um, just a few things before we wrap the show up. Um, I've got to give a little shout-out to the show sponsors, which is the MLS UK show. Um, normally, I'd be playing a little video, but I forgot to load it up. So just a quick shout-out to Elliot and Henry, who are doing some absolutely fantastic stuff at the moment. They're back in the studio um, doing their thing. So check it out. It's on YouTube. They're on Twitter, at MLS UK show. Same with Facebook and Instagram. Hit them up, follow them up on there, and check out what they're doing. And other things, if you're not following on me on Twitter, I mean, like I said last time, how the heck did you find this show? Unless you're following DC United or Julian, because they've retweeted it, so thank you. Um, uh, hit me up on DC United Kingdom, uh, give me a follow, head on to the website, there's a membership thing, so you can join in and become a part of the group. You could buy some merch, so if you're watching, you can buy one of these t-shirts, I mean, long sleeve ones, they're very, very comfy, and even with a blaring light, quite comfortable and that's about it so thank you julian for taking the time out to uh, come on the show it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on and an absolute blast asking you those questions and until next time vamos united